Okay, well, first I wanna state that if you're contemplating chat marketing, stop contemplating and take the leap because there's currently and continues to be, and the trend will continue to go up, that there are more messaging app users than social media. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. You can do that for free on the Facebook business platform. You don't need any tools to create a welcome message or uh, what we call like conversation starters, which are just like buttons that, you know, they come in and you're like, here, you know, here's our shop, here's store hours, whatever. And then as far as other things that you could start setting up is if one of your goals is to build your email list or to get leads where you need like their email or their phone number. Welcome to the Making a Marketer podcast, the show for all levels of experience with the best guests in the industry. Now, more than ever, it's important to keep up on the latest marketing trends and topics, and this is just the spot. Get ready to learn and laugh with your hosts, Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Jen Cole with Now Marketing Group. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 82 of the Making a Marketer podcast. I'm Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing. We provide strategic marketing development and execution just for small to medium-sized businesses. And my co-host is the lovely Jen Cole. Hey, Jen. Hi, Megan. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's midweek. I'm happy. I know that people listening to this podcast don't know it's a Wednesday, but I'm very happy it's a Wednesday because it's a show. <laughs> And it's June. Yeah, I will say um, normally we would have recorded this at the end of May, but you know, life happens. And so it's all good. Here we are. It's almost summer, y'all. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that everyone is really excited. I feel like the entire country was like Memorial Day weekend, release the hounds. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone just like went nuts actually having a holiday and kind of feeling like things getting back to normal a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I definitely agree. We went to an event, but the event was kind of weak socks. You can tell that the, through it together. Like, are we going to do an event? Are we? Okay, yeah, let's do this. And it wasn't that great, but it was still fun to be there. Nice. Well, our guest today, this is her third official episode, but this is her fifth time on because she attended the reunions for both of the last two times she was on. And that is the lovely Kelly Noble Mirabella. Welcome, Kelly. In the house. I feel like I'm going for like the Guinness world record of being on this podcast. Like going for it. Oh, you know how have the record right now yeah at least for us obviously does you know i get a trophy it's awesome oh yeah that's funny we do need some swag where are those stickers jen (laughs) (laughs) it's only been like two years since she said she was gonna make i'm totally gonna do it yeah one day we'll get stickers okay just to let our listeners know that her previous episodes if you want to go back and listen are um 16 and season one, she did a live show on live streaming with Chris Strub. And then oh in season two, episode 23, we talked that AI chatbots was the name of the episode. And she still holds not just the record for how many times being on, but she has the most downloads still with that yes. episode that we recorded yes. in 2018. Hey, so, now, hey. Obviously, it was time to bring her 
back, let me read her bio. Kelly Noble Mirabella is an international speaker and sought after digital marketing educator with more than 14 years of digital marketing experience. With a flair for fun, Kelly brings her unique and engaging style to her Baby Got Bought training videos and messenger campaigns. As owner of Stellar Media Marketing, Kelly has worked with some of the best brands in the digital space. Partnering and working with companies like Agorapulse, Kerwin Ray, Bot Tools, and Restream.io, Kelly brings the fun and a great experience to any project. She's known for creating clear and easy-to-follow tutorials and guides to help people tackle the world of messenger marketing and beyond. Kelly is also the trainer for ManyChat and a bot tools ambassador. Is that all? I mean, <laughs> it's not, but we don't have all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely check out her YouTube, The Baby Got Bought. And you have a Baby Got Bought and Baby Got, what's the other one? Content. Baby Got Content. content. I'm, I'm like still unsure if I like the name for that channel. So we'll see. We'll see. But it is a channel. It's a legit channel. I post to it. It's growing. I'm up to like oh, just over four. I just hit like 400 subscribers on that channel, oh, which is awesome because awesome. yeah, well, it's like a side if, gig channel. If you knew about the first, the second one totally makes sense. But if you find the second you, one, yeah, it might sound kind of like, like uh, what? <laughs> yeah. right? Well, I'm launching a new show this summer called Let's Get Nerdy. And then I thought, well, I kind of like that name. So maybe I'll just rebrand my other channel as Let's Get Nerdy. I love That's that. cute. I don't know. Yeah, that is cute. Super good. Yeah. All right. Miss Jen, let's get us started. Let's get nerdy, Miss Jen. Let's get nerdy with it. Nerdy with Kelly. Okay. As we've said, it's been a minute since we've had you on. Can yeah. you tell us from a high level what you think are the top changes in chat marketing over, you know, you know, the last couple of years? Uh, last couple of years. I don't even remember. Oh, no, yeah, it's, it's awesome actually that we had to reschedule this for today because today was a huge announcement in the messenger space or in the chat marketing space where Facebook announced at F8, which is their big Super Bowl of conferences for developers, that chat marketing or chat automations have now made it to Instagram. So that's going to be huge. That's just rolling out right now. That's probably the biggest thing that's happened in terms of like a positive shift in the chat marketing space over the past couple of years. But there have been a lot of changes since I was last on in terms of the rules and how the platform is used, which really was very frustrating, not only from a perspective of a, a normal builder, but also as an educator myself, that was stressful. So I am definitely looking forward to a refreshing change of Instagram because the rules there are far simpler and what you could do is far simpler. So it's going to be very impactful without being very confusing. So I think that's going to be the biggest change that has rolled out over the past couple of years. And then as we look forward, we'll probably be looking at maybe in a WhatsApp integration in maybe by next year, possibly. So definitely some movement in that space, but it continues to grow significantly. And I know of a lot of businesses that benefited from using chat marketing, messenger bots and such because of the pandemic and the close, the shutdowns. A lot right. of those businesses were able to survive or even thrive because of the ability to use messenger bots. So that was pretty cool too. It's pretty funny how some people during the pandemic, they are like grambling because they don't have digital at all they're like oh I'll mm -hmm. just deal with my storefront all the time no big deal right whatever but then like those people that had already embraced digital and were kind of edging their way into what is chat marketing they get they're like blammy here we go here's all this right? stuff I will help you out and um and I, I think that that has been a huge asset like this last year has been a challenge and and I know that understatement um, 
and the roles and the chat and the messenger marketing, you know, roles and things have changed a lot along with it. And so for you, Kelly, I can only imagine how much you've had to, you know, stretch one way while you're stretching the other kind of. Yeah, it was a definite roller coaster ride of emotion. (laughs) But I think everyone could probably feel the same way in their niches. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that, you know, we've all been in digital for a while. And there's always those people are like, Oh, I don't need social media. I don't need this. I don't need that. Yeah, that didn't work out too well for those people. So for those of you listening, if you haven't, you know, adapted these tools, you, you probably learned your lesson the hard way. Listen to us. We know what we're talking about. Like the events industry too. I mean, that was any company that was already in event technology that was positioned that are, that already had a video offering Mm -hmm. totally dominated. Yeah. Those that didn't were like, and some of them are still scrambling to create that solution, especially now as we go to hybrid, because like the smartest event organizers will go hybrid and not just try to be in person or just try to be online. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's some content, I will say, some content is fine for online. And a lot of great content has been delivered online. And that you can deliver online. It's all the other pieces that we were just talking about before we got on air. (laughs) You know, the hugs and selfies. and Yeah, how do you virtually hug people? You just don't. You can't do it. But there are some some businesses that, uh, like events, you know, we have all gone to our fair share and then some of online events this past year. And there have been a few that were real standouts, but that's because they really understood that it's not just about delivering content. It's about the engaging piece, not just like from the facilitator to the attendee, but the attendees like to, you know, play with each other and talk to each other and you know, do all the things. So those events that were able to facilitate that really stood out among the rest. So it was interesting yeah, sure. to see how people navigated that. Yeah, I attended one this morning and it was kind of a bummer that you couldn't at tag someone. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Because like, oh, it, annoying. and especially because chat moves so fast. So like mm-hmm. I had no indication Get if lost. someone replied to my message that I wrote to them or not. So yeah, there's that. All right. So chat marketing, messenger marketing, which is better? Does it not matter? Are they considered the same? Chat marketing is like the umbrella term for everything that falls underneath it. So you have chat marketing and underneath chat marketing is messenger marketing, which is on messenger. And then Instagram automations now falls underneath that, which is on Instagram. And then eventually we'll have, and even so you could still say like what anything you do on WhatsApp or any messaging app, but also chat marketing can also encompass email marketing and SMS marketing as well. So the idea is these kind of two way communication streams. We're chatting, if you will. Right. No, that's good to say because I noticed they tend to be used interchangeably sometimes. And Jen said messenger marketing and we named the show how to succeed with chat marketing. So yeah, I much better though, because we're, we're kind of covering it all. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So chat marketing is kind of all encompassing of the chat space, whereas messenger marketing is literally on messenger, the platform, the messaging app. Right. Okay, cool. So as people are trying to decide whether to add chat marketing to their digital toolbox, obviously they should be doing it because it solves a problem or it adds value mm-hmm. to what they're trying to do. I know this is going to be a hard question to answer. So okay. if it's we'll a see. long answer, that's fine. If it's short, yeah. What's the biggest value add that you've seen people you've trained on chat marketing have accomplished? Okay. Well, first I want to state that 
if you're contemplating chat marketing, stop contemplating and take the leap because there's currently and continues to be, and the trend will continue to go up, that there are more messaging app users than social media users. So if you're just like, yeah, we got social media, we're cool, like you're already way behind. Remember back in the day when people were like building websites and then you say to businesses, you have to have a website. They're like, we don't need a website. We got the yellow pages. And now everyone has to have a website or you're just in fail mode, right? That's where we yeah. are today. The chat, chat marketing is the new website. Like you have to be mobile friendly. You have to be on messenger apps, messaging apps. So like just start off with saying that. But in terms of like success stories that we've had in the space, uh, I think that the industry and my, cl- my students who have really won are the ones who have discovered uh, problems, especially during the pandemic, that are very unique, that really only messaging apps can help solve. One of those would be like in the restaurant industry, for instance, in a lot of places, they had to close restaurants down. Or as they opened restaurants, they had to track and do content tracing. So they would have to get the email and the name of the people who come in. And then people don't want to touch menus anymore. So we have all these very unique situations. Like how do we solve all these situations without spending a ton of money, which restaurants don't have? So what we've seen is that with the use cases of a messenger bot and things like QR codes, which ironically were like dead territory before the pandemic, and now they are back in Yeah. Yeah. So QR codes and something called NFC, which is near field communications, all smartphones have them. It's basically like a QR code. You don't have to scan. You just kind of get your phone near it and it will open up and these will allow you to open up destinations. So what we were able to see is that they were able to people come in, tap the table essentially, and get their menu. They could do the content tracing. They could sign up for rewards programs. They could get their coupon code, you know, like coupons, but also they could order their food through the app. So there's no touching anything else and they could really kind of control, the user could control their destiny. But the technology has gone even further than that where I have a very good friend, Ryan Baggett, who has developed a system through his own chat marketing platform for restaurants called Tap the Table. And that's everything I just told you it does, but it also does a digital POS system. So this is really great because you can have, instead of having tickets always coming out wasting paper, although you do have that option if you're like that restaurant that wants that, you can actually have the orders come up on a digital screen. And so there's just so many other things. But then on top of that, we can also help facilitate conversations that come in the various chat locations. Google business, right? People chatting always like, hey, what are your hours? Are you open on Mother's Day? Well, a chat marketing solution is out there that can help answer those simple questions. Same with now on Instagram and on Messenger. I'll give you another example big fan of this local winery out here. And I want to take my mom and my sister and my sister-in-law out there for Mother's Day. And being the old millennial that I am, I refuse to call anybody. So I am messaging their (laughs) Facebook page and I'm like, hey, are you open on Mother's Day? This is a very simple question, but this is something that happens all the time. People have simple questions and they don't want to call. And so are you open on Mother's Day? No response. I message them again a couple days later no response. I commented on one of their social media posts. This is how much I hate getting on the call on a phone. And I am not the only one like this. No response. Finally, I called them and I found out, yes, in fact, they are open on Mother's Day. And I was able to, you know, 
take my family there. But the point is, is that if they had like, a, by the way, I can help you. Like, you know, problem. I can help you with this. <laughs> this is an incredibly affordable thing. There is a tool that I'm actually hosting their launch party called Phoebe. It's F E E B I. And it's again for restaurants. This is just a niche I happen to be heavily involved in right now, but it would solve that problem for like $50 a month. It could use artificial intelligence and chat marketing, and it would be able to answer any question like that. You could, people could be like, do you offer vegan stuff? Do you have a kid's menu? Are dogs allowed at your restaurant? And it would be able to answer all of those questions without you losing any business or annoying people who don't like answering the phone. So that's just like one industry example, but there's been a huge amount of success in that area, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, also restaurants want to answer the phone less because then they can concentrate more on the people who are in the room. Like who wants to constantly be answering the same? Like these are simple questions. Are you open on Mother's Day? Are you open on Mother's Day? I'm like, there's a chatbot for that. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm no longer working with my the restaurant client that I had, sadly. But yeah, this is something that I definitely would have taken them down that road. Yeah, my Gen X side came out. I'm just on the borderline between millennials. You and I both. Gen X. Yeah, and, Zennials. Uh, I think they call us Zennials. <laughs> or Zennials. Like my 1980 zennial to 1984, or something. <laughs> my elder millennials. Yeah, elder about. millennial. Oh, Monday, we're in Kansas City. We're wanting to go eat somewhere, and I don't want to fool around with that. I'm checking Instagram posts and things. I'm like, I called like five places. Like I actually picked up the phone and called. I was like, I'm not screwing with this right now because these people don't know. They're in Kansas City. They should know. Like yeah. big city people should, in my opinion. But huh, if they only had Kelly, her life would be easier. I know. We could solve those problems together. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is like, if you're an agency, you can offer these services and you don't need to know how to code to do any of this stuff. And if you are a business and you don't want to work with an agency, you want to do it yourself. Or if you want to hire someone like myself to consult you or teach you how to do it, there's plenty of people like me that can help you. It's absolutely possible. Again, there are tools out there that make this just dead easy to utilize this technology. So you don't have to be super nerdy like me. (laughs) And I'm going to let you on a secret. I don't code. I do not know Python, okay, or whatever (laughs) the coding language is these days, but I can build a mean chatbot. So Kelly, when people are just thinking and we're telling them get to thinking about it, you need to consider this because this isn't going away. Nope. So while they're thinking about it, what is the first thing people need to seriously think about when they're considering setting up a chat marketing strategy? Sure. I think, again, it depends on the industry, but most businesses, especially retail, when we're talking like any kind of retail, brick and mortar, that sort of thing, really any business can definitely set up some simple bots that will immediately make an impact. So for instance, on Messenger, on the Messenger platform, I would have a welcome message no matter what. Like it doesn't matter what business you are, have a little welcome message that says, hey, thanks for your inquiry. You know, here are some ways that, here's some common questions. We're not talking about full out FAQ bot, okay? Don't overthink this. Just stuff like, here's our menu, here's our store hours. You know, what are those super common questions? And then here's the way you can contact us if you have more questions. So that would be like 101, every business should have that regardless. And I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. You can do that for free on the Facebook business platform. Like you don't need any tools to create a welcome message or uh, what we call like conversation starters, which are just like buttons that, you know, they come in and you're like, here, you know, here's our shop, here's 
store hours, whatever. And then as far as other things that you could start setting up is if one of your goals is to build your email list or to get leads where you need like their email or their phone number. There are so many ways that we can build a bot that simply, very simply can, you could do that basically is like a landing page, but in a chat experience, which is a far more converting, higher converting product. And you can attach those to ads. And now that we can use them on Instagram, you can put them in your stories. You could put like a comment to message, which is my favorite tool, both on the messenger platform and on Instagram, which is when someone comments on your post, you can immediately send them a DM, a message that says, here's some information about that post that you we're looking at or what have you, would you like to join our rewards program, you know, whatever. And we can capture their information and we can deliver information to them. So these tools are the bare minimum and they are all still very excellent for helping your bottom line. Well, we're, we're like teasing out stuff. This is good. The, uh, the progression of questions is good because, because <laughs> now. Oh, the oh, big wait, questions. There's more. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Well, the Instagram one will come later. We'll get a little bit deeper on that yeah. Instagram update. But I want to talk a, a little bit more in detail about the difference between a website, chatbot, SMS, okay. Facebook Messenger, yeah. like, and, and not just like kind of the difference, but how they're used to grow leads. Sure. So on your website, there's a lot of examples on how people use this. And some people do use a messenger bot, like on the messenger platform on website, which means you would have to log into the person would have to have messenger in order for it to work. But the benefit of that is Facebook has a ton of data on that person and you automatically get that data, like their first name, their location, that sort of stuff. Plus it's a lot easier to ask for things like email because Facebook will auto populate that. And that's both on the website version and on messenger. But there's also chat bots that are independent and they're just on your website. So let's talk about the website style first. (laughs) Really quick. There's also really nerdy people like me who have video chat bots. So if you went to like my landing page for my mentorship program, the little bubble will pop up and it's like me waving and says, do you have a question? And then it's, they click on it. It's a video of me going, Hey, you know, let's see if this is for you. Do you have questions about this program? Go ahead and click record right now. And in all video, basically we'll do videos, chats back and forth. So I use a tool called, yeah, VidAsk is amazing. That's the tool I use right now. So yes, it's it's a really cool tool. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. I, I just think video is the most powerful thing in the world. So I'm always trying to go video first, but on your website, I gave you one example with video is here. I have a landing page for a program. Well, it's, you know, eventually going to be a higher ticket program right now. It's kind of lower priced, but people are unsure about buying something from you. Maybe you sell a course or a membership or, you know, products, then they might have questions. So that could be a way for you to answer their questions, whether you use something like the VidAsk or where you can, you know, I have a home builder uh, client where we built a website chatbot for them and it just pops up and it says, do you have any questions? Is there anything I can help you with? And it really just kind of goes through trying to get them to use it more as a support feature. I've been on a lot of websites that have like support documents tied to their chatbot. So it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily chatting with you. It's more directing you to the proper, it's almost like a mini search. Yeah, like a knowledge base. And then there's people like Andrew and Pete who have their membership program and their website widget is actually a lead conversion beast. It's a beast. It will basically be like, do you, are you an entrepreneur? That's the little thing that pops up. And then you go in there and it will basically sell you on their... In fact, I became a member of their Atomic program 
because of their chatbot, because it it was so brilliantly like constructed, because it'll ask you questions like, what's holding you back essentially from investing in this? Is it money? Is it time? And then they overcome those objections in the chatbot. And then they just direct people to where they need to go. So it's really great for that. So there's so many use cases just on the website alone that I think are brilliant. And I think they're really especially important if you get a lot of traffic on your website. You know, being someone like me, I try to push all my traffic, ironically, away from my website onto my YouTube channel. That's where I want everyone to go. So I get like maybe two hits a day. I don't know if it's really like worth the effort if you only get two hits a day. I, of course, have to have chatbots on my website because it's me. But that's where other channels are are just as beneficial. So let's look at the messenger platform, right? So the big difference is that you actually can do a heck of a lot more. We can attach them to Facebook ads, for instance, which means now I can have a Facebook ad that runs in the main feed, like a sponsored ad, and people can see a, like, we're like, hey, click below, you know, hit the message us below and we'll send you this lead magnet thing that we're promising you or our guidebook or, you know, set an appointment with us or whatever that call to action is. They click the button, it opens up in Messenger and I can immediately capture their information. I can have them schedule uh, an appointment. I can send them into a quiz. I mean, I've built out full out games inside of my bot that you play like quizzes and such. So moving to the Messenger platform, one of the biggest features is the fact that we can connect them to ads. So imagine you have your ad in, in your main feed of Facebook. We've all seen them, right? And we're able to have like a contact us button or a message us button. People can click on that and whatever our call to action is, whatever our goal is, whether we're trying to get them to book an appointment, whether we want them to take a quiz, whether we want them to download a guidebook, which is where we're going to get their email in exchange, we can have that facilitated through the Messenger bot. And it converts so much better than a landing page. Like Messenger ads are bananas. They work so well. And my favorite feature on the Messenger platform is as we're building our list, we can send sponsored messages or paid broadcasts. So the, these are messages that we pay to send to our subscribers. They're, so before everyone's like, oh, that's spammy. I'm not paying to send it to people who have not ever messaged my page or it's not like a regular ad. It only goes out to my subscribers because unlike email, we have certain rules that say you can't send a message past the 24 hour rule or the 24 hour window unless you have very specific reasons, which most people don't. So one of the ways we can still contact people after that 24-hour window is with paid broadcasts. And they convert insanely. I did a paid broadcast a while back and it was like two cents a conversion. I think I spent like four bucks and I converted a ton of people into my programs. So yeah, there's a lot of really cool features. There's just so many ways that you can utilize them alongside QR codes, NFC. You could integrate it with things like Calendly. Your CRM can be integrated. Your email service provider can be integrated. So it really is like the stepping stone or like a bridge, if you will, to omni marketing, which is this idea of everything kind of cohesively works together. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, there's I mean, there's so many, we could spend days talking about the benefits and what you can do. In fact, I have, I I do teach like a two day intensive, and we barely skim the surface of all the possibilities of what what are possible. So messenger bots are really, really cool. I do highly recommend that if you're planning on getting into messenger bots, know the rules. It's so important to understand those rules. Because on the messenger platform, specifically, Facebook has placed a 
lot of rules around not only you have to know the terms of service of the entire Facebook platform, but also the messenger platform. And then if you're going to do ads, you have to understand the ad platform rules. And then on top of that, there's certain messaging tags that are allowed. And it could be very overwhelming and it could be very easy to get in trouble. So when it comes to the messenger platform, knowing the rules, number one, and then possibly hiring someone who knows what they're doing. I obviously have a ton of resources that can help people. I actually sell a 30, I think it's 30 to 35 page guidebook all about compliance that breaks down everything and it's only 10 bucks. So, I mean, there's a lot of resources out there, but don't just like jump in and assume that you can do anything you want. It's not like email. It's not like SMS. It's it's quite its own beast. So I don't mean to scare people away. It's a magical unicorn of a tool, but you know, it's Facebook. We have to understand how... Facebook wants us to play in their playground. Right. And that, that's, that's the thing that hit me the most at the mini chat conference was that all of the things. And yeah, and everyone who does digital marketing, Facebook is their biggest complaint. Mm-hmm. Like always. That, always. Like, that's a thing Mine that too. people can't understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay, friends. It is brain break time. So this question is not going to surprise anyone, I don't think. Um, Normally, we're getting close to summer. We'd be talking about summer. But I want to know what is at the top of your post-pandemic to-do list that you have Mm. not done yet? Oh, my god! I'm going to let Jen go first because she saw saw the question. Yeah, I got to think about this. So... Yeah, this is kind of an easy question for me because I think it's going to be a big concert. It's not like just live. I love live music at bars and places, but I think it's going to be like big concerts, like going and standing in line and getting beer and all that kind of stuff. Like going to see somebody absolutely amazing like KG Elephant or something like that. That's what I'm most excited for. Love it. Awesome. Kelly, you want me to go or, or do you know yours? I, I know, but I'll wait. I'll go to the end. All right. (laughs) So at the top of my list would have been a professional sporting event, which I got to do recently, almost two weeks ago now, I guess, since it's Wednesday. You love sports too. Yeah. So that's been hard. So I I got teary eyed walking down the concourse at the Padres game because I was just like, it just like hit me like, it's real. I'm here. And it was just so, it's just so much fun. So that was epic. So then the next on my list would be like Jen, a concert, but I'm lucky enough that all things, you know, being equal than anything can happen in the world. But Labor Day, Bottle Rock, the Bottle Rock Festival is happening. And normally it's Memorial Day weekend. They bumped it. So we missed it last year. They bumped the one that was supposed to be this you know, past weekend to Labor Day. And the headliners are Guns N' Roses, Stevie Nicks, and Foo Fighters. So, um, yeah, but beyond that, all the little bands that I've never heard of are always like my favorite part about it. Cause then I leave with all this new music. And, but also I have this group of friends who now we've been going every year and it's this whole tradition or our text group chat is blowing up about it. Cause everyone's just so so excited. So that for me, you know, travel sports and music are like my top three things. Um, and so, yeah. All right. Kel, what about you? Okay, so for me, it would be like having a trip with friends, which yes, please. I mean, I haven't been able to leave the state of California because of my husband's job. If I leave, then he basically has to go into quarantine for two weeks. But now that we're both vaccinated, that's no longer the case. So um, we're actually planning on going to Vegas and meeting up with actually Julie and her husband, Trey, in Vegas Aww. in June. And that will be like my first toe in the <laughs> in the like re-socialization of Kelly, which is going to be cool. Well, of course, we're going to go to Vegas. Like, let's 
let's jump into the deep end of, <laughs> right. of debauchery and fun. So that'll be like the first one. And then in July, I'm hoping to go down to San Diego and visit some people down there. And, you know, just like kind of, I, again, I'm an introvert, so I don't like big groups either way, but just being able to kind of slowly get back into the idea of like vacationing with people and that sort of thing would be really exciting. This past month, I got to see my family for the first time in over a year. I got to see my mom and my sister. They came out from Texas and that was really special because we've been like just in our little house. So beyond that, it would be nice to go out to Colorado and visit our family out there, my husband's family and stuff. So that would be something that I think would be very exciting to get to do. So all mine are around travel and like just being around not huge groups of people, but small groups of people. I love it. I was going to ask you if you were coming down with your dad or not. Yeah. September. Yes. We come down every year. So I will definitely be down there. Excellent. We even did it last year. It was like the godsend for us because I I think we would have gone crazy. We didn't do much, but you know, you're literally staying on mission. So yeah. Why not? Awesome. All right, Jen, let's Let's go with the second half. All right. So we touched on terms and conditions. You said you have like this ginormous <laughs> manual. <laughs> I do. Like um, a guide. <laughs> a guide to not get screwed on Facebook. Am I allowed exactly. to say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you recently, you, you made this really cool post on Instagram about things to consider in order to avoid being put in Facebook jail. Yeah. Do you mind just touching on? Um, that was like a reel or something. How funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was diving. I was like, what can I bring up that could be just amazing? And I feel like (laughs) this is a very important item. Yeah. Um, So just a few things that people can consider at the beginning. (laughs) Unfortunately, that real oversimplified it. But yes. Um, So I think that the, the easiest thing, obviously, is just understand the rules. And if you can stay within, if possible, if you can look at messenger, like if you're nervous, you're like, I really don't want to get blocked. Then the easiest way to stay out of trouble, but still utilize the power of chat marketing is to stay within the 24 hour rules and use it more as a lead gen tool. And then a bridge to other ways to follow up. So instead of always thinking about how will I follow up with them in the bot or in messenger, instead think of the first time I capture them, let's get their phone number, let's get their email and then follow up with them on email or SMS. Then you're going to be golden because I would say that, you know, made up stat, but 90% of people who get blocked are either blatantly just not following the rules, which yeah. are like basic Facebook rules, like don't sell drugs on message, you know, <laughs> like don't do those things that you just should know better, but also just trying to kind of do it right, but not understand fully all the little intricate little tags and stuff that you need to understand because Facebook is very finicky. And then the second thing is if you do decide to dive into like custom tags and and content tags and that sort of thing, like the event reminder and all these things, the best thing, best advice I could tell you to stay out of trouble is that context of your copy inside the bot is by far the most important thing. Because you have to remember that your chatbots, just like your ads, just like your posts are being screened by automated robots, if you will, like the Facebook robots are going through and they're like, is this okay? And they're looking for certain 
terms to either say yes or you fail and I'm going to block you. And so, for instance, there's a content tag, probably the most popular one outside the 24-hour rule, which is the event, the confirmed event reminder. And this allows us to send messages to people who register for events, whether they're appointments or an actual event in the sense that you would think of an event. Well, if the message that I'm sending you says, hey, the webinar is about to start, click below to join, the bot's going to read that and say, well, how do I know if this person registered this that nope, you're blocked, you know. <laughs> but instead, if I write the webinar that you register for is about to begin, go ahead and click to join, that has the context that is necessary. So when it comes to writing your bot copy, bot copy is incredibly important from the standpoint of just copy in general, because it's very mm -hmm. conversational. It's not like writing emails or landing pages, but also understanding the context is really important from a standpoint of not getting blocked or kicked off. Awesome. Yeah, those, those are some really good tips. Don't go to Facebook jail. Don't do it. It's a trick. <laughs> the food sucks. Yeah. Okay. So you teased us with the Instagram automations announcement or the thing that happened today. So what do you want to tell our listeners about what got announced today and uh -huh. whatever What's you have already about? What's it all about? What's it all about? Yeah, um, it's so, so cool. First of all, Super cool. Okay, so everybody who has 10,000 subscribers or followers on Instagram or more today has access to this. And then in July, it's a thousand, and well, not more, sorry, it's up to a hundred thousand. So it's 10,000 to a hundred thousand now. In July, it'll be 1,000 followers up to 100,000. And then in August, it's like the door is open to everybody tentatively because you know Facebook, but that's kind of the plan. And they're telling us right now June 1st. So I would say the majority of people who want to use it are in the 1,000 to 10,000 range, right? Because here's the biggest benefit, right? Let's say I don't have 10,000, so I don't have a link thingy, you know, like the swipe up BS that I don't have. Dang them. I have like just under 3,000 people, but I have so much to share. So let's say I have a story and I'm like, hey guys, new video up on my YouTube channel. So instead of me saying, go to the link in my bio and always have to like update it or whatever, instead I can have an automation that says, you know, type the keyword YouTube and I'll shoot you the link or I'll shoot you that guide. So I could do it in stories. I can do a comment. In fact, if you go to, well, I don't know when the show is going to be released, but if you want to dig, if you go to my Instagram, Stellar247, there's a couple posts on my grid that will say like Instagram automations. If you comment on those posts, I can send you the, in the DM, a playlist for tutorials about Instagram DM. And then I also have a keyword trigger for my YouTube guide. So if you just DM me randomly the word YouTube, I'll send you my YouTube, like a link to my YouTube guide. So now any creator essentially, as soon as these are released over the summer, is going to have the ability to not only send people to places with a link, which is something we've all been just dying to have, let's be real. Uh, I know yeah. I have. But cool. also we can use something called a user input, which is something that was on is also on the Messenger platform, which allows us to ask for things like, hey, what's your email or what's your phone number? And it saves it. So now we can capture their information as well. Oh, so it's yeah. incredible. Incredibly, yeah, it's incredibly powerful. It's way simpler than Messenger. Like I said, Messenger has all these rules. On Instagram, basically, I mean, there's a couple of little tiny rules that are, if you use like the comment to message, you have to have an opt-in message. But besides that, it's basically, you can message people 
within the 24 hours that they message you. And that's it. It's not trying to like do all these broadcasts or content tags. They're trying to keep it simple, but it's, it's so powerful. And there's so many really cool features that are simple solutions that I think if you are willing to dive in, it's easy and it's simple, but it's impactful. And so if you're an Instagrammer, this is definitely something you want to look into because it's going to help you grow your Instagram account. It's going to be able to help small creators, you know, build their email list or direct people where they want to go. So it's pretty magical. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and it'll, this will be put out in the next few days of, um, I just, it's just, oh. it's usually, it depends how long it takes me to get the files to my editor. <laughs> he usually gets cool. them back to me super fast, but yeah, that's, that's dope because yeah, that we know the magic already is happening in the DMs mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So now if you can, <laughs> if you can do that, that's super awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's really cool. Like I can even do like a story mention. So if someone mentions me in a story, I can automatically send a message that says, Hey, thank you for the story mention. Is there anything I can help you with? Or mine always just says, you're a rock star. <laughs> so just stuff like that. You can you can really build community, you know, answer like this is huge if you're also on Clubhouse. I don't know if you guys do Clubhouse, but yeah. say you're on Clubhouse, you know, and you have like a big room of people and you're all, oh yeah, just DM me the word Clubhouse on Instagram. That's what people are always saying. And I'll get back to you. And then they have like a hundred people that DM them and they're like, ah, crap, I got to hire a VA to do this or spend the afternoon. Well, there's a bot for that now. So yeah. Yes. Awesome. But yeah, yeah. Only for so many people right now. But yeah, today, today, everybody 10,000 up, but they did say July a thousand, a thousand to a hundred thousand. We got to, we got to do some work if you're under a thousand. I know I've been fortunate enough to get into the beta. So I have like 3000 and they're like, it's okay. You can do it. (laughs) But this is actually really cool. So you do have to have like a tool to build it. And all the, I would say all of the part, the partners of Facebook have it. So many chat, which is what I use. There's also like mobile monkey, there's chat fuel, chat race. There's like a whole bunch of bot star, all these things. They all, I believe have it today, but with I know with ManyChat, you can actually get like a sandbox account if you want to play with it. And so what you would do is go and create a, I'm trying to remember, I wrote it down somewhere. So I'm hope I'm doing it. Oh, here it is. So go create an Instagram account. It's a test account, Facebook approved test account, and it's test underscore. And then you can use whatever. So I, I would make one that says test underscore stellar 24 seven or whatever. And then I can connect that to my many chat account and I can actually sandbox test it and basically teach myself how to use it or what have you. So that when it's available for my account, I already know how to use it. I'm comfortable and I can then just switch everything over. Do you have to be a paid subscriber? Do you know? I believe I, and don't quote me on this, please, because I think I was, I wasn't paying attention during his talk today. Um, Mike Yan, who's the CEO of ManyChat, I believe that they're giving it away for like three, 30 days free or something for free accounts. But if you want to try ManyChat Pro, you just use, I have a coupon code. It's, um, I always get it wrong. It's Kelly one free, I think. I'll send it to you guys, but you can get, I'll put them in the, I'll put it in the notes. Yeah. So you can get 30 days free of many chat pro. And then like, you can have all the features, but you can't pay for it it forever and not using it. So I finally canceled. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm letting go. I'm letting go. I get it. And I already wasted enough money. Yeah. I get it. I can, I like let go of so many things, but if you are 
going to use it, definitely use it. I will say that everybody who, once you connect it, everybody who messages you on Instagram becomes a subscriber. And the way, at least the way ManyChat does their pricing is like based off your subscriber counts was like tiered. So the beginner pro accounts, 10 bucks. But then, you know, if you're adding a whole bunch of DMs on Instagram, those add up. So what I've been doing is like, I created an automation to just immediately delete those people because every time they message me, they'll just resubscribe. So why keep paying for that. You know what I mean? It's my little trick. Don't tell. Don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. (laughs) (laughs) No. Except Um, everybody who's listening. Exactly. (laughs) They know now. You're in the know. You're in the right place. So Kelly, starting something like this, like to some of our listeners or to anybody that's new to this kind of marketing, it can be instantly overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so what are some resources that you can tell people to turn to to help get their flow in motion? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) If there is one magic power that I possess, it's taking the complicated and making it easy. And Mm -hmm. so I have so many things to help you from free resources to paid resources and everything in between. The best place to do start is to actually go to my website, stellar247.com or stellarmediamarketing.com. Both of them go to the same place. And in the upper right-hand corner there, it's, I believe it says free course. Just click on that. I have a free many chat course that will take you through and teach you how to use the messenger platform. But once you're familiar with that, Instagram's coming. So that's free and it's right there on my website. And then also my baby got bought YouTube channel is constantly being updated. I have at least one video that goes out a week. Today, I had two. They were both about Instagram, Avi, <laughs> for obvious reasons. So that there's a ton of tutorials on there. I have a Facebook group, also a free Facebook group, uh, Baby Got Bot on Facebook. So those are all my free resources. And then I have a mentorship program for people who want to pay like a membership every month. And we have office hours and trainings. We actually just had a really fantastic training about chatbot copy, which as I mentioned earlier, is quite different than other types of copy. Right. Um, And then we've also had uh, trainings about agency pricing and different price structures and that sort of thing. So it's really built to help agencies to kind of navigate the space of chat marketing. But yeah, so many resources. So many. So many. (laughs) No, that question like is like the perfect transition to mine. Jen, though, I probably cut you off. Did you, were you going to say something back? No, no. Okay. All right. So my next, let's talk to agency owners. It's basically my my, Um, my favorite people to talk to. Yeah. Or freelancers who are considering adding chat marketing. How do you suggest, and obviously I know this is a loaded question, but I know you've been talking a lot about pricing recently. Mm -hmm. So how do you suggest that they set up their pricing to start out? Well, believe it or not, I have a resource for that as well. You can actually go to Baby Got (laughs) Bot and I'll give you guys the direct links. You can put it in the show notes, but there is a video that actually breaks this down, what I'm about to tell you breaks it down in more detail. But essentially there's, uh, I want off the top of my head, three to four, I think it's three different ways that you can do pricing. So the first way that you do pricing, if we're building for other people, not consulting, but actually building for other people. So the first pricing model is you pay me per like a package. So you pay me per project. So you're going to pay me a deposit. I'm going to build the chat bot, deliver it, and then you pay me the rest. And then we're done. Like, bye. And if they need help in the future, it's more hourly, that sort of thing. The second one is for more of like, if say it's a very expensive bot to build and they don't have the money to pay you all in a chunk. So what we can do is we can spread it over the course of say 12 months. So if I have a, I'm going to make this simple math, right? So if I have a 24, 
$24,000 chatbot, which is absolutely possible to build. So not everyone's going to be buying a $24,000 chatbot, but there are businesses out there who need a big, big chatbot that solves a lot of problems. So let's say I'm going to build this and the company's like, woo, I don't have that to give to you all at once. Okay, cool. Pay me $2,000 a month for the course of a year. We have a contract, always contract, right? Everyone should know that if you're an agency, freelancer, consultant, contract. So that's Number two. So we're just going to chop it up over the course of like a retainer, essentially. And then we build it and then we manage it over that time. The next one is licensing. Now, licensing can be coupled with these other two. Usually it's coupled with option one. So you're going to pay me a deposit. I'm going to build it. You're going to pay me the rest. And then I'm going to lease out or license out the chatbot. It's almost like my artwork, you know, I'm, I'm leasing it out to you. So you're going to pay me just a low cost. It's not like, it's like $20 a month, right? Or $50 a month, depending on the size of this bot. And that's more for if they want to manage it, they want to take care of it, but it's your property essentially because you've built it. It's a template that you've built. And so you can actually lock templates in a lot of different platforms. Um, so that's licensing. That's also very popular. Again, you're going to want to contract please talk to a lawyer before you do any of the above so you know, you know what you're covered for and that sort of thing. So those are kind of like the three main gigs. One other option is I'm wanting to build it. You can pay me just as we talked about. And then every month you can pay me a support fee to update it or do things that need to constantly be done. This is really something you would see in like the space like real estate where maybe they have a new listings and you need to install that. Or if you're doing it for someone who does a live show and you need to you know, help them promote that live show. Or if you're regularly doing Facebook ads, well, then that's an additional fee that they would pay and you would create a package for that. And then you can always charge hourly as well. But there's a lot of different options and it really comes down to how do you want to do it? Like me personally, I'm much more... Um, of the option one, pay me a deposit, I build it, you pay me the rest. And if you need me in the future, you can pay me hourly to come in and do some consults. But I'm not I, I'm like, I don't want to manage it personally. But I know of a lot of uh, companies that are agencies who actually like that residual income. And so then you want to look at the other options for that at that time. <laughs> <laughs> What our listeners don't know is that Kelly's daughter has come in like four times. <laughs> That's awesome. That was perfect. But she put herself on mute this time. The other times we paused the recording. That was rad. Yes. Uh, and again, our editor will just, just take that out. <laughs> dead air. And yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to um, spring this on you. I, cause I did not prep you for this question, but do you have a business book that you are geeked out? Yes, about I do. Right now? And of course I don't have it. Like I have all my books up here. So I'm looking for it because I don't want to say, oh, I know what it's called. It's over there. Um, the YouTube formula, Daryl Reeves, it, or sorry, Daryl Eves is what I'm reading right now. I'm about halfway through it and it's fan-freaking-tastic. It's really good. Now this, keep in mind, I don't have time to read books like ever. I don't even read for fun and I love reading, but right. it's been crazy lately. So it's taking me forever to get through it, but it has probably been one of the best books that I've read in a long time for business. And it is, and Daryl Eves is like the godfather of YouTube. And if you don't know who he is and you're at all interested in YouTube, read the book and then you're going to know who he is. You'll be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's the book I'm reading right now. The YouTube formula. I love it. Yeah. We actually need to do a show on YouTube in four seasons. It. We have not 
done. Really? So, oh my gosh. YouTube is like YouTube. my obsession. Chat marketing might be like how I'm known industry-wide, but YouTube is my obsession. <laughs> love it. You did such a good job with it. Yeah. It's true. I love it. All right. Well, I am, and you get, I usually have like a app gadget, whatever question too. And you, you gave so many, I have so many, I know. Yeah. So real quick, the vid ask, do you have reply videos that go back? Okay. So, okay. Here's the way it works. Thing, uh, so there's another competitor. I can't remember the name of it. They were selling it on AppSumo, but VidAsk is different because it has conditional logic. So very similar to you know my passion of chat marketing. What that means is that I can choose to use conditional logic or not. So if I choose to use it, then it, let's say it's a video of me going, hey, welcome to my video. Like, are you interested in A or B? Select one of the buttons on the side and I will answer you. And then they click A. And then I have another video that will pop up based off what they select. And I'll be like, oh, hey, so here's about that. Or I could be like, hey, what's your email address? Let me grab your email address. And then they give me their email address. And the next video can say, hey, thanks for the email address. So I can create that conditional logic. Now, I have the option when I ask people questions. So I have one for like an intake for when I have guest speakers in my membership. And so I'll be asking them, you know, what is the title of your thing? And the title might be, you know, whatever. And so I can choose for them to type instead of do video. So I have the choice to have the end or the other person either respond via typing, via a button or, um, or multiple choice buttons if I want, or by doing a video. So I did a, a birthday video for our mutual friend, George Demanis, and I wanted everyone to give me a video. So I created a vid ask where I was like, hey, everyone, I want to create this video for George Demanis. Just click record, record your video. I'll take care of the rest. And then I was able to capture all these videos and turn them into something. So there's so many use cases That's and so cool. um, you can use it for testimonials. VidAsk also has templates that you can use that helps you kind of quickly build out like a stream of different things. But if they do respond to answer your question, going back, if they do respond with a video, so let's say go to my website, hey, what kind of questions do you have about my program? And they respond with, well, I was wondering if this is good for me if I'm just getting started. And then I can then get a notification on the app or on my computer and I can go back and I can respond via video. Oh, great question. Yes, it is a great program for beginners and here's why. So it's open-ended where I can go in and jump in or I can build it out to be kind of like this conditional logic thing, which I'm, I get really nerdy into, obviously. Yeah, that's super cool. I love it. So we since we talked about travel, good news, everyone, airlift is up. <laughs> the the <laughs> good news, bad news for this <laughs> podcaster who lives near the airport. There's really? a lot more planes coming in <laughs> nowadays than there used People to be. People are traveling. <laughs> Yes, people are traveling again. Well, Kelly, this has been so awesome. And again, I I, uh, I thank you for being on so many times and being our most downloaded. You Yay! and Kendra are actually within like, like four episodes of each other. That's uh, awesome. And so now I just saw Kendra can, this morning. Oh, awesome. Hopefully we can um, beat your previous one. Let's do it. Show. Let's do yes. it. Yes. That'd be the goal, our goal together to um, help Kelly <laughs> beat her over the record. <laughs> I'm going to be the reigning queen of the podcast guest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> thanks so much, Cal. We appreciate thanks you. Thanks for having me today. Yay. Absolutely. And thanks, Jen Cole. 
Always. Always a good time. (laughs) Always. All right. We have two more episodes left in season four, and then we will continue our tradition of doing a reunion show. So Kelly will be back for a sixth time, hopefully. Kelly and all her kids. (laughs) 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 And yeah, we've got two great shows. We are, and we're ending the season with a bang. I am going to do a couple of bonus episodes in July just to kind of keep the train on tracks. But I appreciate everyone who's listening. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and review us. If you're on the Twitter, follow us on Twitter. We're at Make a Marketer, and we would love to get your feedback. Let us know what topics you want to hear about um, as we go to schedule season five. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, and help me reach the, the the goal of hitting the most views by sharing. Come yeah, on, yeah. people, share, help a girl share. out. <laughs> share away. Sharing is caring. All right, friends. This has been episode 82 of Making a Marketer, and we will catch you next time.